Live from JBR Radio in New York. This is the Kishoni Hour. I'm Moishi Grunfeld here with Nisim. Thank you, Nisim. You know our motto no town rejected, no child refused. To participate, call 718 683 5858, text 347 927 And to listen, 712 432 4217, 718. 506-9099 or on the J Radio app or on Naki Radio. Answer to last week's riddle question. Why did the firstborn of the animals die? It actually wasn't last week. So it was two weeks ago because the Egyptians, the Mitzrayim, worshipped them as Gechkas, idols. And when Hashem punishes a nation, he also punishes its Gechkas. This week's partial question. Yisro had seven names. Why was one of them yet there? He had seven names. And we want to know, why was his name yes, sir? You can text in the answer all week long, 347-927-3279. And you can send your Mazel Tov to the same number, 347-927-3279. Mazel Tov to the Golombek family, Mazel Tov to the Mendelssohn family on the engagement, Mazel Tov to Nati Fuchtwanger on the Bar Mitzvah. And without further ado, we go to our guest tonight. Magician. Our magician, he goes by the name Abra Abba Kadabra. Correct me if I'm saying it wrong, okay? Abba Kadabra. Yes. Kadabra. It's an amazing name. And uh tell me, how many years you've been doing a magician? I've been doing a magician a very long time, but I became Abba Kadabra when I had a son about twelve years ago. Um instead of Abra Kadabra, I became an Abba. So I became Abba Kadabra the magician. The Glockosha magician, and my shows are a little different than you typically see a magician do, but we're going to see that soon. Some of the things they do that are a little different than most magicians. Interesting. So, what type of thing? I see. I see here. You have a metal bowl, a, a wooden thing, and uh, what else? Uh, what, what What do magicians do? What What is the magicians? Is it real magic? Is it like a real magic thing, or is it like a hand uh, quicker than the eye process? Well, it's definitely the hand is quicker than the eye. There's no such thing as real magic. Maybe the time in Mitzrayim, they say that Mitzrayim was the center of magic in the world, but we're not that kind of magician. Everything you're going to see me do is just an illusion, just for the children to have a good time and for the adults as well, but it's not real magic. It's just entertainment for everybody to enjoy and have a great time, and you're going to see soon what I can do. So children tuning in, you can watch this on the YouTube channel, and you can watch this on the Facebook channel, and... Uh... You can watch it on JRU and you can J-Ru listen. And if you're listening right now, we're going to explain everything. The this, uh, what's, it, what's your name, by the way? Abakadabra. 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 We're going to. What do you want? Abakadabra. Abakadabra. But we want to know what his real name is. He doesn't want to say his real name. It's a miracle to be Abba, by the way. This is Abakadabra. It's unbelievable. That's a miracle itself, right? Yes. That's a magic trick. Anyways, okay, so let's see what is the some of the things uh, he can do. This Abba Kadabra. Okay, so just don't turn me into any frog or any uh, turn. Uh, just remember, children, I'm not going to make your rebbe disappear. No, many how many times you asked, I don't do that. Uh, maybe they wanted you to rebbe to disappear, but we won't do that. Yes. But see this box that I have up here. When I was in fifth grade and had a boy last week that I was doing the show for and asked him, you know, what yeshiva is into. And 
tells me he goes to Munkach. Very nice. And who is your Rebbe? said, Rebbe Gedalia. So I told him when I was in fifth grade and I went to Munkach and at Rebbe Gedalia, his eyes lit up and he goes, really? I go, really? And he says, the Rebbe put a box on his table and he said, there's something very precious inside this box, but you can only see it at the very end of the school year. Now, there was a boy in the class, his name was Baruch, because that was my name. And I was very curious what was inside this box. So I took my pencil and I went to the front of the class and I knocked over the box. And he saw inside the box was a little bag and a cup. So for those who can't see, he's right now holding a little bowl of a plastic bowl and a black bag. So and for those who can't see, it's a black bag. I was very and curious what's inside this black bag that was so precious that they put on the table. And I spilled it into the cup. And it was just a bunch of black rocks. Black rocks, interesting. So wh I said, Rebbe, what do you do with these black rocks? That's a good question. I said the same thing. Rebbe, you said there was something precious inside this box. This is just a bunch of black rocks. He said these are not just black rocks. These black rocks are like all of my Tommy Dim here. And he took them and he poured them into his cup. He said these black rocks are actually coal. Coal. See this. Coal's not precious. You make a barbecue with coal. I said, no, you don't understand. The coal is like each and every one of you. And he took this tube that was clear and nothing was in there, and he put it over the cup. He said, at the beginning of this yeshiva year, you're all like the cold. Excuse me, like the coal. The coal. The coal is stuff that you light the fire, and it's underneath the fire. That's the coal. But he says, do you know what? You take coal, and you put a lot of pressure on it what it turns into. So all the children look, what do you mean, what does it turn into? It turns into a barbecue. I said, no. I have a feeling there's something green in there. The coal is like each and every one of you here. A little rough in the beginning, but when you get a good yeshiva education, by the end of the school year, you all have turned into precious diamonds. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> Each and every one of you. I'm going to have to have my eye on you the whole time. That would be a good <laughs> idea. Now, my next effect I'm going to do is in honor of a guest that used to be on the show, uh, I think a little often in the beginning, but unfortunately he passed away. Uh, he was my neighbor when I lived in Staten Island. And his name was the Facebook Rebbe. Facebook Rebbe, yeah, I heard of him. Otherwise known as Rabbi David Winniars. Right, right, I actually he followed was, him. He was, yeah, he was. My yes, yes, he was. He was, he was many, many programs, many years with us. And yeah. I have here a bag, and you can see what's inside the bag. It's There's nothing. nothing there. But I'm going to put in a yellow ball inside this bag, and this yellow ball is actually a smile maker. And I think I heard you last week, was it talking about when somebody has a frown,
This the magic is magician vibe. Oh, wow, it's unbelievable! <laughs> Such magician that we have a we're hearing a phone vibrate and we don't have no clue where it's coming from. But magic. Thank trick. you. We mentioned <laughs> something about a frown the other week, and you know when somebody's got a frown and you want them to turn that frown upside down, what you do is you smile at them, and when you smile at them, do you know what happens? They start smiling. And they smile at somebody else, and they start smiling as I pull another smiley out. And another smiley, because it's so infectious, even the people in the back of the room are all smiling because we're smiling at them. Yes, smiling is contagious, so keep on doing it. But, you know, when you invited me to join the show, I decided, you know what? I need to come here to the show because you've got the very biggest smile of all, and it's a giant Thank smiley. You. Oh, to boy. come out to represent you. <laughs> wow, that's big. One thing I didn't say, I mean, I was watching him the whole entire time. For those who can't see, he pulled out six different balls and different sizes. And it's funny, I was watching him the whole time, and, you know, I didn't even notice him put it in. <laughs> so I was at a show last week, and a boy comes up to me, and he says, there's one place in the world where there's real magic. And I already anticipated what he was going to say next. And I went to my case and I took out a rope. He goes, there's a place in India when there's somebody called the Fakir. The and Fakir, he stands at... Uh, if the, those who don't know the other figure is that it's the person who stands on needles and like bounces himself in there. Well, that is true, and he takes a rope. And okay, again, I already had the rope out because I knew what he was about to say. He takes a rope, and he waves his hand underneath it, and he raises his hand over it, and it becomes solid, and it goes up, and I'm telling him, you mean like this? And he goes, yeah, just like that. I say, but well, wow. you know what? It's not real. It's just a magic trick, just like I do for you right now. <laughs> if there's no metal, how does it stay straight? That's the question. Well, that's the magic, but it's really just entertaining <laughs> people for everybody to have a good time. Trick. If he gave all the answers, everybody would start doing Let it. Let me ask you, Abba Kadabra. Abba Kadabra. Uh, you know, how, how it's, you know, as a kid, how we starting? Let, because we, this is a kid's show. This yeah. is a talent. I just want to tell the kids how, how it's working, how it started, uh, what is your curiosity, what, what is uh, drive you uh, to, to do this? Uh, so I started here when I was a little boy with some friends, and I was very lucky I made Aliyah. And when I made Aliyah, the magicians in Israel, <laughs> instead of meeting on Friday night like they do here, meet during the week on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or a Thursday. So I was able to attend and meet other magicians. And um, some of the other my friends are very famous around the world. Um, Guy Bubbly is a very famous mentalist. Um, my teacher, Roni Shachnai, was the head of the society for promoting the art of magic. He unfortunately wow. passed away last year. But... Um, he really built up the Society of Magicians in England, excuse me, in Israel, as well as in England. So there's some top-notch top magicians and mentalists in Israel, and I'm very lucky to count them as among my friends and to have learned and taught with them. You, how old you are? How, how old you are? Was you? You were? Well, I made Aliyah when I was 13, and um, I did high, uh, high school and the army, and then I decided uh, to find a wife. It would be a little easier to come back here to look. So I came back here after the army and continued with my magic. 
So you are you are a fully professional magician right now, uh, or just? Uh... Unfortunately, the day to make the parnasa as a magician is really on Shabbos, um, so it's not a full-time job. I would love it to be, but there's just not enough parnasa just during the week. So I do work a different job during the week as well, but I would love to be able to have a full-time career as a magician. <laughs> Very so what is your let's say now no, as a magician you know I know each, each magician has is a specialist like yeah one is with the cards one is with the uh, razor blade sometimes with you know with uh, fire tire everybody has it is on what is your specialist uh, uh, my specialty is that I'm abacadabra the black kosher magician I cater to the firm community um, everything I do usually centers around something and you know when I'm doing a show all of a sudden I may ask the kids a question about the parsha of the week. Um, and you know uh, I have another trick here that's going to represent Hanukkah I just need to get some cups from outside so I have a place to, to pour yeah. to represent Hanukkah and we're going to see some, some stuff that I do that's a little different interesting very interesting how did you say so you started when you were how old I started uh, I think I saw uh, Doug Henning on television maybe when I was oh. eight years old but then I had some friends when I was about 11 you know they, they grew out of it but I just grew more into it and uh like I said, making Aliyah and meeting the other magicians really helped move the career along. Right. Very interesting. Okay. Continue on with the be a gorgeous tricks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you by any chance have any cups, maybe? Yeah, we have cups. Machabucha. This is not only uh, regular cups. These are... Uh, Look at that special cups. Very, very impressive yes, cups. These are cups from... Uh, one of the singers that came by a few uh how many years ago Nisan? no it's uh, it's uh, eight months ago eight months old yes so I, I think this just came out last year it's not that old eight no. months old so i have here a jug and of course we know in the base of midrash excuse me the base of Midrash, yes. when, when it was destroyed they found one jug with oil. Now, I have water in here because uh, it's going to do the same thing, but you know, it lasted, instead of lasting for just one day, it kept on going. Mm -hmm. And going is I'm pouring it into the cup. But, you know, I'm not going to keep on going for eight days. We get the idea is that I poured it three times. It just poured it out that it was empty, and now it filled up. And that's usually I start my show about Hanukkah and explain to everybody what they saw is just an illusion. It's not real. Um, and that's usually I start my shows and I'll do something for Purim and I'll pull stuff out of nowhere and this and that and other thing. Now, I, I do also use some live animals. I didn't bring them with me. I didn't come straight from home today. Um, but like I said, hopefully I'll come back We appreciate the fact appearance. that you didn't go home and came straight here. I, I really, really is appreciated. Now there's a section of pantomimes. <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. No pantomimes yet. But what we're going to do is I hope Nisim and my friend are able to watch this because you have a large audience. What I'm going to do is take away right. your ability to read. My ability to read? Yes. Now, don't <laughs> worry. I know you got to continue on with the show when I'm finished, so I'll restore it afterwards. But for right now, I'm going to take uh -oh. away your ability to read. read. And I want you to tell me what you see on the card. Okay. And not what you think it's supposed to say. 
and right. we're going to ask the audience members what it says afterwards. Okay, so I want you to look at the card and go ahead and tell me what it says. Red dot act ten. Okay, now I know that you went to yeshiva and you got. I went to yeshiva, yeshiva and yes. learned. All right, guys, when you go to yeshiva, you get a very good education, right? You know, maybe that word was a little too easy. So you know what? Hey, I got a little bit of a harder word for you to go ahead and read for us. And go ahead and read what it says. Conscience. What does it say? What do you think it says? Consumni. <laughs> Guys, you need to really have a good what to, to read, be able to read this, a good conscience, right? <laughs> right? Let's try maybe one or two more. Let's see how we're doing. Like Guys, guys, you know, really shouldn't laugh at people. It's not nice to, to be laughing laughingly at them, right? You know, let's try maybe just one more, just one more. One more, all right. Yeah. Okay, let's try one more. Let's go and read what that says. Applesauce. Guys, let's give them a warm <laughs> round of applause. Everybody yeah, clap for him. He's love. doing such a great job trying to read the card. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I tell you, I hope I really didn't forget how to read. But like I said, you know, you have to continue the show. So the way I took away your ability to read, I'm now going to start. <laughs> Usually I'll do this on Yeshiva vacation for the kids. And I right, tell them as soon as school called, is over. It's called mentalism, I believe. Yes, as soon as school is back over, you'll be able to read again. Right. So I see you have a cup of water. Is that to drink or what is that for? Well, I unfortunately didn't bring everything with me. So right now it's just going to be a cup of water to drink. Okay. I have to remember what happened in the base of Migdash. And I think we'll take a little break for now, and maybe I'll continue just a little bit. Okay, all right, no problem. Okay, I have what to read about, and uh, okay, so what we just read. Um, anyways, this past week was Tubishvat, and Tubishvat was a very is a very big uh, yomta for the trees. Yeah, trees get uh, trees get judged, and uh, like us, trees get judged just like us. And we get judged on Rosh Hashanah, and their Rosh Hashanah is on Tubishvat. Now, there used to be an ancient custom in Eretz Yisrael. When a baby was born, parents used to plant trees in its honor. The tree was planted on Tubishvat following the... Boy, if it was a girl, this baby, then they planted a different type of a tree called a cypress tree. Now, as these kids grew older... The trees also grew older. So when the children got married, the wood from the trees built their chuppah. So basically, it was their wedding uh, covering. When you go down to a chuppah, they have these four sticks. So that was in the olden days, they took those wood for the sticks. Now, as the wood from the two trees were joined in the chuppah, so the chasan kala and the marriage. Now, many hundreds of Tubishvat have been celebrated through the world. Even when we have no uh, place, we still remember and celebrate Tubishvat. Although many could not plant trees because it's not the spring during the 15th of Shvat where they live, they ate the fruit of the trees. So you, wa you want to know where the custom of uh, the fruit trees, of eating fruit trees? It comes from this place that you eat the trees you eat the fruits of the trees because it's not the springtime, so we can't plant any trees. Now, the fruits of the trees they ate were like those in Eretz almonds, dates, figs, raisins, and carob. It was considered a big mitzvah to eat this fruit during Tubishvah and recite a bracha. Now, another story, a story that happened. 
Two men were fighting over a piece of land. Each one shouted that one was his. Finally, they settled down. And they settled down on the two differences. They called their teacher and agreed to uh, to listen to what he, he had to say. The teacher listened carefully to the first person and then to the other. They, uh, he announced that the question it was about to solve. To whom does the land belong? The men agreed. That is the question. Since the question concerns the lands, the teacher said, well, let's listen to what the land has to say. Huh? Since the question concerns the land, the teacher said again, let's hear what the land has to say. Land has to say? You mean the land talks? I guess she's going to do some type of a magic trick. The two men walked to the teacher to the disputed land. The, to the men's surprise, the teacher put her ear to the ground and listened, nodding her head thoughtfully. She said, oh, he said, I listened to the land and it says it belongs to neither of you. What? What are you talking about? The land says that you belong to it. So here is the nimshal. The nimshal is like this. Human beings, we human beings, yes, we own the land. Hashem gave us land. But really, when we get older and we're uh, uh, 120 or older, then we go to the kever and the land is taking control over us. That, and that's the meaning of that. Um, uh, Mr. Abacadabra, you're, you're, you're ready or you still want me to continue? Well, I wanted to hear, but I heard something very interesting today about Tu Oh, excellent. The perfect timing. Tu Bishvat, you know, it's such a cold, cold day this year. Why do we celebrate Tu in the winter? You, you would think that, that we celebrate in, in the spring, in the summer when right. it's warm and, right. and the trees are full of the fruit. Right. Why, 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 do we, why do we celebrate in the winter? That's a very good question. And the answer is because the trees are ready. Trees are ready. They're ready. Even though they're not bearing the fruit now, they're ready. Their roots are in the ground, and they're ready to prepare the fruit for us. So that's why we celebrate it in the winter, uh -huh. not in the summer when it's full of fruit. We celebrate when it's ready to, to give us the fruit. Wow. That's a very interesting uh, uh, lesson. Okay. So even though, kids, your root is in the ground, really. So <laughs> don't uh, stay rooted too long, though. Anyways. You know, not everybody, I'm sure, is watching us right now. Some. No, Children. not everybody watches, but uh, I'm sure they're going to get to hear it and I'm going to explain everything that goes on. Right. So I have a trick now that everybody's going to be able to participate in. Oh, that's terrific. You know? Boys and girls, if you want uh, uh, Mr. Abba Kadabra to, to do a trick, text us at 347-927-8398 to be a part of it. And you can ask your question on how he did a certain thing. And uh, yeah. All right. And also, if you want for you uh, Simcha to use uh, Bakadabra, it will take oh, his uh, number. Oh, of course. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Nisim took it right out of my head. Well, that's that was going to be my next thing I was going to say, is that if the children will email me, and they can email through JRoot Radio, and if they send their name, their birthday, we'll send something for them that they can do at home. Oh, wow. So my email is Magic. At gmail.com. Not abracadabra, abracadabra. Abracadabra. A B B A K I D A B R A M A G I C. Dot. That's that's not the the place where you uh, emailed me, right? Yes, yes, it is. Abracadabra magic at gmail.com. Right. <laughs> okay.
or they can email it to you and you can forward it to me and I'll send everybody something uh, they could do at home. I'll definitely do that. Let me just, uh, uh, Abba. Oh, right, I see it. Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. That's, that's the name of it. Okay. So I, that is another email I have. Yeah. You. It's Baruch Hashem Yom Yom at yahoo.com right. or abacadabramagic at right. gmail.com, either one. <laughs> okay. They're both my emails. So that was you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Baruch Hashem Yom Yom at yahoo.com or abacadabramagic at gmail.com. Now, I want all the children to pick a number between one and nine. Now, children, now, one to nine only, you don't get a different number. And if you have nine kids and the nine uh, siblings in the family, then I guess each of you just pick... Uh, from one to nine, so uh, then all of you get a fair chance in the number picking. Now, if you're a little younger, you may need to ask a parent to help you with this, or if you've got a calculator, or if you've got a calculator ready on your phone, if you have a phone, but times that number, whatever number you chose by the number nine. Nine times nine, all right. Put those numbers on top of each other and add them together. Take that number and subtract five from that number. Now, the number that you got left, I want you to give a letter of the ABC. So for instance, if you had the number one, it would be an A, the number two would be a B. And so forth. And so forth and so come. Now, again, you may need to ask some, some help from Mommy and Tati to think of a country that starts with that letter Nisam, I know your country, Eretz Israel, again? <laughs> well, I don't think that Eretz Israel starts with the letter that he's thinking of, if he's following oh. along, but I want you now to take the second letter of the country that you're thinking, that you came to, and think of an animal that starts with that letter. Not only what country you chose, but what animal you're thinking about. And they say that there are no gray elephants in Denmark. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Uh, how did you know I was thinking of Denmark, actually? That's why I'm the magician and you're the radio host. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anything... Uh, how did uh, how did you go into magic? I, obviously, you said you watched it, but uh, what get the inspiration? Like, let's say I know almost everybody. I know everybody makes mistakes on stage. So, how how would you? Uh, let's say you made a trick on stage and it failed. How would you uh, cover that up? Uh, what, what, so what's the? That's what, a great what, question. How would you not give that up? Uh, what, what? And the real answer is that you know that you made a mistake. But the people watching don't know that you made a mistake because they don't know what to expect. So as long as you're able to smile and go through it, and, and like I said, um, smiling and entertaining people is really what I enjoy doing. That's really right. probably what kept me in magic and you know, going to a hasana and, and doing some magic and for the hasana and kala and getting everybody happy and smiling, you, you, you know, I'm sure you heard of High Lifeline, right? High of Lifeline, course, yeah. I performed for High Lifeline. I performed for Giggle. Um, last year, I was the Rofei Cholim Cancer Society yeah. uh, Telethon um, that was broadcast. Oh. But uh, it, 
Is it time for Avdala yet? Whoa, my goodness. <laughs> Where you know, did that come from? <laughs> people say I've got some money to burn, but I don't. Uh, uh, kind of uh, for, empty. Uh, for those who just missed it, yeah, well, there's some fire that just happened to light up in his wallet. Now, I don't know where it came from. And well, where did it go? But it, it seems no, to be gone. There's no liquid in there. But where does it come from? Uh, I thought you said it was Avdala time, but uh... Avdala time, yes, it's almost Avdala time. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, talking about sick children, talking about sick children, we are going to announce some children's uh, to be misfollowed for. Okay, please be misfollowed for. Please be misfollowed for <clears throat> Menachem Mendel Ben Rivka, uh, Ari Lay Ben Bela Rachel, Ari Natan Ben Hana Zahava, Ben Yamazev Hakohen Ben Sharon Rivka, Chaim Mayer Ben Rina Leah. There's like a list here with almost 50 names. I'm not going to go through them. But I am going to say certain names, Mera Batchana, Mayor Ben Rinalea. So please, if you can uh, say a few capitals, tell them for these sick kids. May they have a speedy recovery. All the Cholim, all the Cholim, all the And uh, all Cholim, of course, the Bechol B'nei Yeshua B'Kodesh. Anyways, back to our uh, magician so, tricks. You, you just remind me of something. It's my friend, Alicia Aryeh. Alicia Aryeh? Started an organization... For kids who are sick in hospitals, it's called Smiles Through Cars. Smiles Through Cars. And what he does is he goes to visit different hospitals, um, dress up as a Batman superhero, and he gets his friends who've got some very nice exotic cars um, to lend them to him, and he goes to different hospitals and kids that are mobile and able to go out. He gives them rides in, in, in fancy exotic cars. Mm. Um, I, I think for Hanukkah, they gave out like 10,000 presents Making the world a better place. Yes. that That's him. That is him. Yes. Now that I know that's him, oh, wow, he did many things. He does. His so, friends help him. May he continue his good work. Uh, what's the name again? Alicia Aryeh. Alicia Aryeh. May you, uh, may, uh, may, uh, you see... Uh, Yeshuot, Bracha, Vatzlacha, and all the best. And, uh, and continue the, the best. Yeah, and all the work that you do, you should continue it... Um, and, uh, you know, and, uh, yeah, and, uh, you, you know, boys and girls, for making somebody else happy is one of the, making a sick child or anybody who's upset happy is one of the best things to do. And it's actually a big talent to do that. That's not an easy thing when somebody was is angry. We actually see in this week's part show that Aaron Hakayin went over to people and said, he's made up and this one made up and uh, this one said he likes you this one said he likes you so he both made everybody but shalom and everybody happy so that's one of the hardest things anyways back to our magic tricks okay uh, so let me just I'm, I'm jumping all over you know just uh, Nisim loves to jump Nisim just... as long as you don't jump up no, okay uh, so you know tell us a very you know I know that you perform in front of a lot of people Tell us like, like very, you know, unique stories that about, you know, and, and I'm sure that you have a lot of stories about, so, you know. I'll tell you, one of my favorite shows to perform was I was called by High Lifeline to go to do a show in Borough Park. 
It's for one boy. And his mother gave me a piece of cake to say thank you. And if they tell you it was the tastiest piece of cake, I remember it was a chocolate cake. And this is probably close to 30 years ago I'm talking about. And I still remember like it was yesterday. And, and I did another show a few weeks ago in Seagate, also for, uh, for a boy who was, I was lucky. He actually had his um, nieces and nephews come over. So there's more than just one person to perform for, because I do like performing for a crowd. It makes the show more enjoyable for everybody watching. Right, yes. And, and, and even like, speak to a funny the crowd, story. it does get a little boring, but you know. You know but <laughs> guess what? I can entertain for one person. I can take for, for a thousand people. I can do it all. But as it's long just, as it's it more fun because my shows right? are interactive. I use volunteers. I use costumes. I dress the kids up. Amazing photo opportunities. So do you and, want to give your number out or are you dress Sure, that? sure. Of course I'm going to give it out. It's 718-809-2153. 718 809 809 2153 2153 and uh, you can call him uh, um, or you, you can, can email you can email him at uh, abacadabra magic at, gmail, magic at, at gmail.com yeah. I, I got a call a few weeks ago also for it to come to a show and the person says you know it's just for a person's grandkids you know they're coming over and I suggest, you know, maybe you want to invite some friends, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and she goes, you know, I don't really know if my friend has enough space to have some more kids. I'm like, okay, like I said, you know, three kids. But you know what? Why don't you have her call me and we can discuss it, you know. And I spoke with her. And she said, you know what? That's a great idea. So I'm going to invite some of the neighborhood kids over. And You can invite them over here as well. We, we love <laughs> the kids that are coming in here. And... and you know, I, I go to the address and, you know, I use my Waze, which is the Israeli GPS. And um, I get to this giant house. I don't understand. You know, she told me she's barely ha has room for a few kids. This giant house, you know, these, the way, GPS broken or something. But uh, sure enough, I go in. This is the place. And we had a great show. And, and it was just so entertaining. But the... Uh, and I'm looking for this little tiny house that they're telling me about. There's hardly room for, for a few kids. And this is just a big mansion. I didn't really know what was going on there, but we had a great time. But, you know, besides being a magician when I was little, I wanted to be a pizza man. A pizza man? Yes. You know, they got that wooden thing that they put in the, in the oven and yeah. they pull it out. And um, But you know what? They told me that the oven gets to be 500 degrees. Yes, that's true. I'm like, 500 degrees? I don't want to be near an oven that gets to 500 degrees. Well, but you know what? I also loved magic at the time. So I just give a little little, little shake, a little shake. Whoop. And, and the pizza shook off. Wow. And we went up with the pizza there. Kalana Hara. But unfortunately, it does look um, like this may have uh, broken a little, shook a little too hard. So I'm going to need to do something else for right now. But we do oh. have the pizza, Willie. We'll have that after the show. We'll enjoy some nice pizza. Uh, yeah, real pizza. Great, huh? You know, I'm a milchik, so I can, uh, you need some, are you hungry? I'm a already. <laughs> oh, okay. I need some no pizza for you. Um, okay. Um, now we have some, uh, believe it or not, he's holding some cards, and I believe one of them is a picture of me. Anyways. Uh, I, I don't think so, but you know, there was a very popular game called Angry Birds a few a few uh, months ago, that I think most of the kids know, know, know it. 
I believe Angry Birds is the one shooting the birds to the pigs. But <laughs> let's just put the cards out so we can show everybody. Yes, put put them out. I know you're gonna tell me to do. Now I'm gonna read your mind. You're uh, gonna tell... tell you to choose some cards, of course. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a magic show if I didn't get to tell you to choose some cards? But like I said, these are not really. But but, I know, cards. but you know which card I'm gonna pick already. Well, that we're gonna find out and see. <laughs> I think there's one here that looks like a king. There's one here that looks like a magician. There's one here that looks like a Darth Vader, I think, from Star Wars. Right. One looks like a chicken. And one looks like an angry bird. So I want you to point to three of the cards for me. Three of the cards. Point to three of the cards. Point okay. to them. With my eyes or with my uh, uh, I think we use our fingers to point. So you're pointing to the one that looks like an angry bird. And a, are you asking this one that looks like a, like the chicken and a king? Yes. Okay, very good, very good. I want you to point to two out of the three remaining cards that we have left. We've got the Darth Vader one, the one that looks like a bomb, and the one that looks like a magician. Oh, that's a hard one. I want you to point to, we now have two cards left, one that looks like a bomb and one that looks like a magician. I want you to point to one of the two cards that we have left. Okay, this is going to be your card. Okay. Now, before we started, I put a card out here. And if we take your card and we turn it upside down, we're going to see that the card I put out is a perfect match. Look at that. They match. Both of the cards, That's they match. That's impossible. No, I can't believe it. Can Look, it really they match. True? The backs of the cards, they match. Look at that. It is unbelievable. The back of the cards match. But I do want to see if the front of the card match. Ah, I'm glad you said that. And yes, they match. Front of the card match, yes. And uh, how did you know I was going to choose that? That's co that's called mentalism, that you're able yes. to read what I'm going to do. But you know what? When I make a prediction, it's not really a prediction. It's a guess. I take a guess of what you you're going to pick. You take a lucky guess. The word prediction just means a guess. But right. of course, you know, usually when I do this, people say, Abacadabra, we need your business card. But, you know, I gave you everything that was in the wallet. Oh. But you know what? We just give a little snap. And, and of course, we got a business card for oh, you. Do you really? Of course we do. Oh, wow. So this is uh, Abacadabra Magician. Uh, if you can see it. Oh, wow. Uh, can you snap in and make some more appear? Or <laughs> that's like a little bit impossible. <laughs> Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Of course, we have more business cards. Oh, wow. Look at that. Uh, comes in a whole fancy case. I believe, though, you could do magic in that type of a case, right? We could do magic with anything. That's why I'm Abacadabra. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So tell us, uh, what, what, what's some of the other tricks you have in mind? Like, wh like let's say you do would do a big show. One of the big popular tricks, I believe, was the card trick that you. some people, I remember, they throw it up in the air, and somehow it lands, it's that card. Um, you know that type of trick? Well, I, I do um, that, and of course, you know, if, if any people, you know, their parents listening are corporate sponsors, you know, I do a lot of shows, like I said, for High Lifeline and Giggle. So if there's anybody who wants to sponsor a nice big illusion, I'm definitely open for corporate sponsors. That's really what I'd like to be doing, to have a few big illusions to go to the right. kids, um, you know, or seeking to perform. Um, I actually do a smaller version with a, a bottle of something that's very famous around the world. And, and I, I don't have it here right now, but it's, I usually ask right. the children... You know, there's two things all over the world. Actually, excuse me, there's three things all over the world. 
And so usually the kids all scream out, Hashem. I'm like, yes, Hashem is all over the world. And what else? Well, you got the Torah and you got the mitzvot. Torah and mitzvot, that's part of being with Hashem. Right. But what else, what else is around the world? Everything is all around the world. Uh, we Chabad. Got... Chabad is all around the world. The Babich, they're all around the world. Making people put on the tefillin in the morning. Making people happy. Is that all yes. around the world as well? <laughs> and the other thing is Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Nisim <laughs> yeah, knows it already. Nisim, I think you could become a magician as well. And so, since I don't have the big uh, illusion where I use a big person, I take a bottle of Coca-Cola, and I take uh, to put it in a box, and I take my, my blade, and I push it through the bottle of Coca-Cola, and I separate the top oh, from the wow. bottom. And then well, I did notice you came in with a box, but yeah. I came with a lot of boxes, but uh, that particular one I don't have here with me today. Uh, like I said, hopefully I'll come back another time and do some more tricks for you. And then, you know, we fix the bottle up and we pour a drink and have a lachaim. But, you know, kids, I just do that for the show. I don't really drink it. What's important to drink is water, not soda. Water, right. It's water, not good for so... your teeth. No, it's just for the magic show. It's good to see. But really, my drink, favorite drink is water. Very important to drink water. Mayim Chaim. Mayim Chaim. Right. Okay. Well, what other? Uh, I I know. Yeah, you just you have this big, huge black uh, closet over there. Oh, I'm I'm sure there's something good in there. Like, well, there is, there's there a is bunny a or something. There must be like some bird or something. Well, those those like I said, I, I had. To you probably them. have them at home. All right. Okay. That's fine. That's okay. You can't bring everything along with you because that, otherwise, uh, the animals they sabal uh, chayim. So, yeah. Now, I think I know this trick. I, I believe it's a coloring trick. It is, it is. Yes, of course, you know, a lot of the shows that I do for the children are birthday parties. Birthday parties, yes. And of course, you know, when I go and, and, and you need to have a birthday cake and candles, but um, I have the children reach up into the air and, to put, and you can do this from home if you're listening and if you're watching, you could... Put your hand up in the air and grab whatever colors you can and throw it at me. Uh, and not at me, at, at the board. All right. But, I think I know what color it's going to turn but, into because that's the but, color I'm thinking for but some I, reason. I, I think somebody just got me over here. So do you have any visine to help get the red out? Um, but um, let's give a little, little snap. And whoa, and, look at that. I, I don't believe it. Of course, I mean, that's how we celebrate a birthday party in color. I don't. I really don't understand how that happens. I mean, I can't understand that. I mean, I was watching this trick. I was watching the whole entire time, and I, you know, I didn't see you pull a quick one on that one. But the, well, you I don't really pull a quick one. Anything, but you just pulled it out, and it it became color. And you know, I don't. It's unbelievable. I I did a show like like you said the other day, and somebody goes, "I was right in front of you, and I didn't see well, anything." That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I said, yes, you did. You saw the magic. And that's what it's all about. Right. Well, what other good stuff do you have? Well, <laughs> I know you carry like, I know some magicians come with this uh, magic trick. Some magicians come with other types of magic tricks. But what's your favorite trick? I know your uh, favorite trick is not the, you didn't do your favorite trick yet. That I, that I could tell. So I'll tell you, like I said, my shows are interactive with the audience and the kids. And really is having the kids screaming and yelling and using up their energy so that they're nice and tired afterwards. Wow. 
is what the show is about. But of course, uh, one of my favorites is, you know, I'm Abu Kadabra, the Glock Kosher Magician. What does it mean to be a Glock Kosher Magician? It means something to do with food, because I smell some food. Well, well, it's nothing that I have, but... Um, you have Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi's uh, Eskamot? Well, well, yeah, I've been, been to Hasanas, and Rebbe's tell me I need to continue. This is what I need to be doing. Right. So I definitely have Eskamot there. Uh, no two die yet, but uh, I, I have a very special device that, that I use, and I have a volunteer from the audience, and of course, uh, when, when we bring out well, the chopper... We have, we have one volunteer. <laughs> when, when I bring the chopper out, um, of course, I need to make sure to use the right kind of knife. Uh, maybe I'll bring just the knife out maybe a little bit later to show you. But uh, Right, we don't want to get... Uh, kids, Don't do me a favor. Don't try these uh, dangerous tricks. Like, for example, the one with the fire. He lit a fire in the wallet. Don't try that at home. You'll never figure that out. Yeah, only that, someone who's experienced will figure that, that out. That's only a Della candle. That's not a real, real wallet like that. Real wallets don't have fire. Do not try that at home. Okay, now, because the time is flying away, and it's a The time short, always flies. Short, you know, short. reason we're adding an extra hour. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, we have Rabbi Fischer Shechter in the way. I uh, just, I want to ask you, as, as a kid, if I am interested in, uh, what shall I do now, and magician, you know? Let's look at this. Well, I do offer lessons, okay. um, but, you know, when I started in New York City, there's a few magic shops. One is called Phantasma Magic. Phantasma Magic, yeah, I heard of that. Uh, my, a friend of mine went there once. And there's another one called Tannin's Magic. Um, the two very good magic stores um, that, that I started out with. Uh, but really, you know, my, I think my first magic kit is when I was raising tzedakah for school. And I don't know if you're, I think they still have it, where if you raise enough tzedakah, you get prizes. So my prize that I got was a magic set. Uh -huh. And when I was playing around with it in yeshiva, one of the boys from Base Midrash came over to me was, yeah, I had one of these when I was little and started showing me the magic tricks. And I was in awe. I was like, wow, that's incredible. This guy's in base midrash and he's doing magic tricks. I was so impressed with that. Wow. So basically, um, ask your parents to, to call Abacadabra and uh, teach your kids, right? Uh, uh, yes, that'll be fantastic. Re repeat the, the number. 718. Yes. Oh, boy, let me get the 809. number. 2153. It's always better to text, but you can text Before we finish the show, I'll repeat it again. So if you didn't write it down, the number will be repeated at, towards the end of the show. And yes, we just have about four more minutes until uh, the show ends. And unfortunately, the show, every good thing has to come to an end. And, you know, sometimes I wish, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like uh, out of high school. I'm out of school right now. I'm thinking, kids, Use your time well, because, you know, sometimes you'll look back and you'll say, why did I do that? Why in the world did I ever do that? Why in the world did I do that mistake? And just one little mistake you could do, and that could uh, actually ruin somebody's life. So, yeah, being a magician is not a bad idea. <laughs> Anyways. But so you know, I think, I think uh, we offered some yeshivot to, to get uh, Abakadabra as a... Uh, Camps, yeshivot, yes, yeah, camps and yes, yes. weddings, bar mitzvahs. Yeah, but you know, that's a part of a curriculum. I gave the kids a little bit uh, breakdown uh, from Limudah uh, Kodesh and Limudah Chol. That is correct. And also, when I do a school, I'll add a, more of an educational element to the show as well, so that everybody is happy, the teachers and the children. Wow. Okay. All right. 
Now, that was Abacadabra. And uh, do you have, uh, like, let's say some small uh, thing, like uh, small, some small trick to, that would take, like, let's say a minute to understand? Uh, well, let's see what we, what we got. For those who don't see, he's checking his uh, pockets now. Wait, anything that is no, 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 wait, wait, no, it was in this one, no, no. And we're seeing the All lights, right. so we're seeing wow. the lights, because like Ooh, we said, Hanukkah is a miracle now, of lights. this is unbelievable. He has some lights over here, and, you know, I have yeah. no clue where in the world did they come from. I mean, you know, it looks... That yes, the screen is gorgeous <laughs> on the video, I could tell, <laughs> and I'm going to be watching it later. Um, yeah, and... Uh, I don't know what that was, but that looked like it was well, his fingers. Like I said, Hanukkah is the miracle of lights, and we need to be order the Gayim. We need to be light unto the other nations. So you see, my my tricks could they go around the, the Jewish could, themes, and of course with yeah. the Purim coming good, up. Good, they didn't use Jewish trick. You put where I can, I can. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. Anyways, for those who want to hire. Mr. Abba Kidabra, you can email him at. Don't tell me I'm gonna look it up. Um, you can email him at a b b a k i d a b r a m a g i c at gmail.com. Abba Kidabra magic at gmail.com, or you can uh, email yeah. Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. At yahoo.com. Do, do you have uh, texting? I do, yes. You okay. can text me. So you can text. either call or text 718-809-2153. Anyways, we have two minutes left. Unfortunately, two minutes left. 809-2153. Okay. So. Anyways, we have two minutes left, and I'm going to say what was the Parsha question, this week's Parsha question. And, of course, if you have Mazel Tov, please send them in. 347-927-3279. Oh, yes, and I believe I had some text last week about the, yeah, there's going to be a winner for this brand new Naki radio that's going to be coming out. And, yes, if you want to win this Naki radio, you better text in the answer to 347 Nine two seven three two seven nine, or if you want me to do graphics, I I could try to do graphics. But yes, I I do do graphics. So you can email me at newkishroniyour at gmail dot com. And the riddle, the question is: Yisro had seven names. Why was one of his names Yeser? We want to know his name Yeser. Why was it called that? There was a very important reason to it. And as a matter of fact, it had to do with this week's power show. Anyways, for all boys and girls, this has been the Kishroni Hour. Where official Schechter follows me. Don't go away. And just remind that tonight, we tonight have, we, we have, have Rabbi Yitzi. Uh, Rabbi oh. Yitzi Erbs is going to take Yossi over. He's going he's gonna to do his own guest, show. A, a guest, uh, Jerud Besimcha. Jerud Besimcha. Jerud Besimcha is going to make everyone happy uh, with Rabbi best, Yitzi Erbs. Okay. That's right, Yitzi Erbs. We and, love him. Um, and yes, and we love Yossi as well. Yes, we love Yossi, of course. Very and good. All right, that has been the Kush Shreddy Hour. And Rev Fischl Schachter follows me. Don't go away with Rev Port and Rev Yitzi Erps. Make sure you stay tuned to the radio. The first Jewish-only radio player.